All right, welcome to the Strong Family Podcast. This is episode four, the special edition, the Atlas Obscura edition. Last week we told you, we gave you some some hinters about what was coming, and so I want to fill you in before the boys start talking about their special places. We are using a group called Atlas Obscura. I want to give you a little bit of background on this. Atlas Obscura is an online magazine and travel company. This is from Wikipedia. Founded in 2009 by author Joshua Foyer and documentary filmmaker Dylan Thuris, it catalogs unusual and obscure travel destinations. In other words, it picks out the weirdest places in the world off the beaten path places to go check out. And so each of the boys picked out an unusual spot in the world. And they're going to give you a little description. Uh, just, just for an example here, for those of you that live in Michigan, did you know that the American Museum of Magic in Marshall, Michigan is the largest magic museum in the world, right here in our backyard. Those are some of the places that you can find here in Atlas Obscura. But that being said, boys, are you ready to give us the lowdown on some weird places around the world? Oh yeah. Uh All right, well, let's start with Boaz. Boaz, what do you got for us? Well, I changed mine from last week. so my new one is the Ho Thai Tian Abandoned Water Park in Vietnam. And so I'm going to describe my place with four details. It costs $3 million to build and was opened in 2004. When it opened, it wasn't, uh, not everything was built. And so at one time, crocodiles, and so that's why it closed, but at one time, crocodiles lived in the park. Fortunately, all have been captured and taken to a preserve. The third one is it attracts more tourists than when it was open. And the fourth one, uh, the most popular place um, in it is a three-story dragon with an aquarium inside it. And then I'm going to tell you a little bit about the history of my place. So the park was started, the park started construction in 2001. Opening in 2004, the park wasn't fully finished. With not enough visitors, they had to shut down. What makes your place interesting? This is interesting interesting because it's abandoned and you can imagine what it was like before it closed. Why did I pick this particular place? I picked this particular place because I like abandoned things. Another reason I like it is because if I went there I could explore it how I want to. It's not like a guided tour where you have to follow the tour guide. You can just choose where you want to go. Um, and then I looked at a video, and in the video, uh, I looked at a couple different videos, and they all showed the dragon, which is probably the most popular. And, well, there's a lot of graffiti on the walls, but the dragon still looked amazing. The video also showed some of the slides, which, with a lot of vegetation growing over it. Wow, so how weird is that? A $3 million water park built in the jungles of Vietnam, now totally abandoned. And it actually has more visitors now than it did when it was an actual water park? I think so, yes. How weird is that? All right, so I want you just to imagine, what would it be like, do you think, to walk through this place? What do you think it would be like? Well, um, I read a lot of things, but uh, if you go, like, in the afternoon, there's usually, like, locals uh, try, uh, making, like, a fee to go in to make some money, and there's also, like, drinks, uh, who and locals are selling drinks and stuff, and the water park um but i think you have to take like a motorbike because it's a pretty big area um but 
It would kind of look spooky, I guess. Yeah, yeah, it would. I mean, overgrown water slides, moss everywhere. You said it's in a jungle. Uh, I think the most interesting part is at one point there were crocodiles that had escaped from the, uh, the aquarium just running around. Yeah. That would not be a welcome part for a visitor, right? No. <laughs> so what is it? You mentioned that you liked abandoned places. What is it about that? Um, well, you can just imagine what it was like before it was opened, and you never know what you're going to see in the next turn. What are the chances, Boaz, that you're going to make it to this water park in Vietnam one day in your life? Um, I don't really think so. Uh, I think it was cool to look at, but I don't think... It would be awesome. I'd really like that, but I don't think that will happen in the future. Okay. Well, we'll have to find out. <laughs> All right. Wait, I have one more thing to add. So, uh, I was really fascinated by these things, and so I went on the website, and you can look up any country, any uh, state, and any city, um, and there are so many cool things from caves to, like, magic shows, like magic museums. There's so many different things, and maybe there's something in your own town. So I really encourage you to go onto the Alice Obscure website and check it out. Check it out. There probably is something nearby. Absolutely. All right. Great job, Boaz. Uh, before we move on to Simeon, it's time for a word from our sponsor. Do you ever get tired of searching the shelves for the perfect, perfect card? Do you wish that you could just order the cards that you want online? Well, now you can. Visit SincerelyHandmadeCards.BigCartel.com for cards handmade by Sela. They get shipped right to your home. Get a one-of-a-kind card today at SincerelyHandmadeCards.BigCartel.com. The link should be in the email that you got for this. Check it out. Some great items there. All right. Let's move on to Simeon. Simeon, you've been checking out Atlas Obscura, and you found a really weird place. Let's hear about it. Mine is called the Volcanic Vistas in Iceland, and you get to go down inside of a volcano in an open elevated car, and here are full details of the place. It's a big hole. The Statue of Liberty could fit inside of it. When you go down inside the volcano, the walls glitter with rain rainbows of minerals. And the third one is the volcano is called, well, I can't really pronounce it, it has 14 letters, but it's spelled T-H-R-I-H-N-U-K-A-G-I-G-U-R. And it opened in 2012. Wow, okay, yeah, that's some Icelandic word we can't pronounce, but you can imagine it. So this is a volcano channel deep into the earth. How far down into the earth did you say it goes? Um, I looked up on some videos. It didn't say, but... It's longer than the Statue of Liberty. It has extra space inside of it. And the history of it, it was discovered in 1974 by Cave Explorer and it opened in 2012. It is the only volcano on Earth where visitors can go inside of the, a volcano. Okay, so you are actually traveling deep inside of a volcano. Is that right? Mm-hmm. So walk me through this. How do you get down? Is there a stairway? Did you describe that? You have to walk up the volcano and then you go into an elevator that lets you go down inside the volcano. Okay, so an elevator gets you way down deep inside of there. Bigger than the Statue of Liberty. That's pretty big. 
And you mentioned there's glittering minerals on the walls. What else do you think you see once you're down inside of an actual old extinct volcano? Well, it's pretty big on the bottom. On the bottom that you like walk around and explore it by yourself. Out of all the places in Atlas, Atlas Obscura, why did you choose this volcanic place to visit? I thought it was cool to go down inside a volcano and explore the bottom and like look at all the pieces. Do you think you'd be worried that the volcano would erupt while you're in it? No, because I read it has not erupted for 4,000 years. Okay, probably a safe chance. So the other cool part is we don't have any volcanoes in Michigan, right? Mm-hmm. So this is something you could not do in our own state. You'd have to travel outside of there. What do you think the chances are you get to Iceland one day to check this out? Not a lot. <laughs> Not very good. All right. What else do you want to tell us about this volcanic exploration, Simeon? Well, I looked inside a video. People have to walk to the volcano and then walk up the volcano. And I saw them getting out of the elevator car and, like, exploring it by themselves with no one. I wonder how far up the volcano is that you have to explore. Um, It's not really steep. It's more, like... A hill, but it's really tall though. Okay, it's tall and you gotta go deep inside the earth. Alright, anything else you wanna share, Simeon? Uh, no, not really. Alright, great job. Learned a little bit about Iceland today. Alright, let's move on. Shadrach, how's it going today? Good. Yeah, anything exciting happen? Um, yeah, some. What's ha Shadrach has a special day tomorrow. What's so special about tomorrow, Shadrach? It's my king day, and I get to do um, things that I want, everything that I want, and, like, kind of boss around, and, like, get to pick what the food is for dinner, lunch, and breakfast. All right, yeah, Shadrach gets to be king for the day, get to choose your menu, get to boss people around. What are you choosing for dinner? Um, Hamburgers. Hamburgers? Okay, you gonna wear a crown? Uh, yeah. Okay, if you're a king, you get to wear the crown. Alright. Well, what do you have for us, Shadrach? What is your Atlas Obscura place? Mine is Diavik Diamond Mine in um, Canada. A diamond mine in Canada. Tell us a little bit about it. Well, it's on an island, which it's south of the Arctic Circle, and it's 300 kilometers northeast of Yellowknife and it's in an open pit and it's underground. All right so you got this huge open pit up in the Arctic Circle where they'd pull out actual diamonds is that right? Yeah. How crazy is that? Uh, crazy. Pretty crazy. All right so what's a little bit about the history of this place? Um, the Avic Diamond Mine was found in 1991, and then it opened of like um, mining, and when they had enough mining and like diamonds to like have people buy them, that was opened in 2003. Well, what makes your place so interesting? Um, you can buy diamonds in the winter. And in the winter, the temperature goes down to 40, minus 40 um, degrees. Freezing, minus 40 degrees. We talked about this a little bit earlier, Shadrach. They have to have a very interesting way to get the diamonds out. They have these huge semi-trucks, which can't drive over the terrain because it's marshy and swampy and full of lakes. So how do they get these semi-trucks out of the diamond mine area to civilization? 
Or they made their own roads to their um where they unload it, and like their roads are like with ice. Yeah, they have to they have to make roads of ice just to get out of this place. Uh huh. All right. What do you like about this place? Well, I liked it as diamonds, and I liked the big hole because at, sometimes at the beach, um, my brother makes a big hole, and um, I go in it, and then they bury me in it. <laughs> All right, so you know what a big hole is like. All right. Yeah. Um, what else do you want to tell us here? Um, uh, so what I saw in the video is like, it has 50 workers for um of mining so so if it if like a few get sick they still have tons of more workers okay that makes sense all right very cool thank you shadrach the diamond mind the diavik diamond mind all right meshach meshach has a very unusual place meshach what do you have i have i have the coral moto ice cream shop and Venezuela? Yeah. Okay. So, big deal. You have an ice cream shop. What makes the ice cream shop so unusual? Since there's like different kinds like um, onion, garlic, and salmon. Mm-hmm. Wait, let me get this straight. Their ice cream flavors are onion, garlic, and salmon? Yeah, and there's a lot more than that though. How many flavors do they have? 900. 900 flavors. Here's the most, um, how should we say this, unusual flavor. What is this flavor? Hot dog. They have hot, hot dog, dog ice cream? Mm-hmm. Do you think you would have hot dog ice cream? I don't, we don't have hot dog ice cream here, though. No, nor do I think we ever would order hot dog ice cream, no. would we? What, what makes this place so unusual? Why did you pick the Coromoto Ice Cream Shop in Venezuela? Since I would want to try all the kinds. You th you'd want to try all 900 kinds? Not every single day. <laughs> yeah, not much. All right, yeah. So check it out if you're ever in Venezuela and you want to try hot dog, salmon, onion, or garlic ice cream. You know where to go. For our final guest, Tanya, welcome. Glad to be here. Fresh from your grocery shopping run this yeah, week. That's my Friday morning chore. Oh, before we get to her thoughts here, a quick shout out to longtime listener Matt from Chicago, Illinois. He's the one who introduced us to Atlas Obscura. Big thanks, Matt. But Tanya, we've been talking about some exotic places with the boys, Iceland, Venezuela. But we got a chance to visit an Atlas Obscura place about a year ago that was near and dear to your heart. Tell us about that. Well, we uh, were headed on spring break to head to uh, Pittsburgh, right? And we went via Ohio, and it was in Cleveland, right? Yep. Cleveland? Cleveland. Stopped off in Cleveland to go to the actual Christmas Story house from the movie A Christmas Story, which has been a favorite movie of mine uh, for many a year. And we introduced the kids to it maybe a couple of Christmases mm -hmm. ago. We now own yep. a copy and we watch it with the kids sometime around Christmas. So we actually got to visit the actual house um, and the Bumpus house. Uh, that's the house next door where they filmed mostly the outside scenes. Yep. Um, some of the inside scenes. Some of the um, inside scenes were actually filmed in um, Canada, I think. Yep. It had all to do with who had snow and who didn't have snow. But I think they originally 
originally chose that spot because of a department store where they could film the department store scene that would allow them to film and keep Christmas decorations up and film there. So, yeah. That was a lot of fun because next time we watched the movie, yeah. we said, oh, yeah, we stood right there. Yeah, yeah. here's the porch. That's yeah. where we were. Yeah. So. What was it like for you? Because that was a longtime favorite movie for you, right? I didn't grow up necessarily with that movie, but you did. What was it like to be standing on the set of this favorite movie scene? It was a lot of fun. I think you kept thinking things like, you'll shoot your eye out, kid. And um, and I think it was just fun that the kids were so excited about, you know, seeing the boy's room and seeing where he wrote his letter, or, wrote, or not his letter, but his um, theme to his teacher, where he thought he would get an A plus and seeing, um, you know, the, the Red Rider BB gun in the kitchen area where he, um, you know, where... Uh, not Ralphie, but um, Randy hid underneath thinking that dad was going to kill Ralphie because he had broken his glasses. And so, you know, it was just fun. I think it was most fun that the kids really embraced it and got into going on the tour. And yeah, it was, and it's always a great to have a place to stop halfway through your road trip to get the kids out of the car and have some lunch and explore something new. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. All right. Well, listeners out there, if you find an interesting place, a out-of-the-way weird tourist place, right on in to us here. We'll announce it on the air as we can all share on this. But for now, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next week here on the Strong Family Podcast. 